Hello and welcome to another episode of Mongols Kennel. Sit back, relax and enjoy this Macaulay Student Association podcast. Um, hello to all our listeners and welcome to Mongols Kennel, a Macaulay Student Association podcast. Um, my name is Philippe Afu and I'm the host and I'd also like to introduce my co-host, uh, Mary Tower, the Macaulay Student Association president. And um, today on Mongols Kennel, we are joined by two very special guests, um, the Macaulay Campus uh, Associate Vice Chancellor Jim Nyland and the uh, campus chaplain for Brisbane, Father Harry. How are we going today, guys? Good. Going really well. It's great to be here. It's great to see you all, if not physically, at least virtually. But mm. uh, and thank you for thank you for asking. I think this is just a, a terrific initiative. Oh, thank you, thank you, Father Harry. How are you going? Oh, very good. Yeah, that's good. Like like uh, Jim Nolan said, this is just an initiative that the Macaulay Student Association started um, just to keep students who probably are just stuck at home by themselves connected with what the goings and happenings around campus and all that stuff. And um, just 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 to kick things off, just wanted to ask you guys individually, how have you guys gone with this whole transition from face to face to online and all that? Happy for me to go first, Father Harry. <laughs> Just to share with you, anyone who doesn't know, Father Harry is the biggest Liverpool supporter. So any another Manchester City supporter, any opportunity to go first is one I will gladly take at the moment. So I might chip in. No, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Off you go. So I, I, I'm, I, interestingly, I guess um, my role is classified classified as an essential worker within the universities, which mm. means that actually um, I've been coming to work on campus uh, throughout the COVID-19 crisis. So mm -hmm. that's been important for the university because uh, we wanted to make sure that we kept the campus open mm. through this crisis. Not all universities did that, uh, but we were able to identify those workers who we felt were essential to keep our doors open. Um, mm. You think of people in properties, uh, you think of the people in the library uh, and people in the IT areas, mm. as well as cleaners and security. And of course, um, a senior officer on campus. That was very important to us. So uh, what it's meant is that we've been able to keep the library open and every day we've had about 50 staff and students coming to campus. Uh, usually about 30 to 40 students, um, mm. with about, about a dozen staff here on campus as well. Mm. Um, and what we've discovered is that um, in these trying testing times, uh, there are some students uh, who, who perhaps don't have access to IT or a computer. Uh, so in order to complete their studies, being able to come to campus has been a, a terrific thing for them. So I, I'm really proud of the fact that we've kept kept our doors open uh, and we've allowed you know some staff to come to campus to keep things going um, because that really has provided an essential service for our staff and students uh, throughout this crisis but um, I guess outside of that uh, we have been able to work um, a little bit from home as well um, and I think that uh, that has been a challenge I think for all of us essentially uh, we are social um, beings and part of the reason why I think you guys are doing such a great job through things like uh, you know mongrels kennel is because we just do need to find ways uh, to socially engage uh, mm. using IT 
using webinars, using Teams or Zoom meetings uh, as much as possible because if we didn't have that, I think we would go stir crazy. Father Harry? <laughs> Thanks, Roger. Um, Usually I go to uni uh, Monday to Thursday. And mm. um, when I was asked to uh, work from home, in, initially I was feeling a bit sad and disappointed. Mm. Uh, I love my job. Um, I, of course. I love my ministry. Yeah. I love mm. meeting people, students mm. and staff. And, yeah, and uh, as Jim mentioned, I'm a big um, soccer fan. <laughs> I also miss um, uh, watching soccer. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I miss going out with friends, going to mm. the restaurants, playing mm. basketball. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, I do. I do miss playing basketball with you, Father Harry, because I know last year we'd always we'd always have those social games on like a Wednesday. That was so much fun. Yeah, and it's it's very unheard of that you play basketball with with the priest, and it's it's very funny and all that stuff. <laughs> like, and speaking of like basketball and certain hobbies, um, when you guys when you guys aren't like really working when it comes towards eating stuff, what kind of hobbies do you guys get into when it's not included with work and stuff? Well, I, uh, like Father Harry, I, I like watching soccer. I, I, <laughs> I kind of um, delude myself that I can still play. And in fact, I'll still be selected for Manchester City and the England football team. Of course, <laughs> that's just not, not going to happen. But um, So I think we're confined to Netflix and old sort of series mm. of those old Manchester Liverpool games that were so, so good historically. But I think whilst, um, I think my wife, Joe, my kids, James and Gemma, they are mm. at home and they're working from home. Mm. But, um, so we've tried to do, to, to do other things. So we've tried, we, we've actually sort of gone out, bought a ping pong table, a table tennis table. Oh, um, nice. I, used, I used to think I was the king of ping pong way back when I was, um, a, a young student myself, but yeah. um, I've been sadly deluded there as well. But uh, I think <laughs> it's really important to do those, uh, to take a break, to do things that interest us, to get involved mm. in exercise, to go for walks, because mm. if, when we are confined and isolated, um, it's pretty easy to sort of just lose track, lose track oh, of the of days, the hours. Um, and it's very important. We try and keep some, some sense of normality. One of the, mm. Um, often used uh, terms about the current situation we find ourselves in is that it, it is the new normal. And the reason why I would object to that phrase is because these are completely abnormal times that we find ourselves in. Yeah. Finding ways in which to cope with that through our interests, through taking time out, taking a break is really, really important, I think. Yeah. And what I would say to all students and staff of the ACU community here in Queensland, of which we are extremely proud, is that if you need help, support, um, just ask. Uh, we've kept our campus library uh, and indeed campus open physically, but we've also made sure that we have put in place um, a good partnership with Studiosity. We have a 24-7 offer to our students Mm. And we just ask, ask them to, to get in contact with us, to let us know if they need anything, because mm. we want to be here for you in these really yeah. testing times. Mm. Well, that's, that, that's great to hear, because one thing I love about uh, ACU and the uni is that there's always, there's always someone there to help you, no matter what you need and all that stuff. And that's, that's such a great initiative. How about yourself, Father Harry? What do you do when you're not working? Any hobbies, TV, <laughs> and all that stuff? Um, uh... I, I usually play basketball on Sunday afternoons. 
Mm. And um, usually morning, uh, Sunday mornings, I, I got two mm. or three masses. Um, mm. um, that was before the shutdown. I, 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 I usually had two or three masses on mm. Sunday mornings. And then afternoon, I can play a bit of basketball. I joined up in a team. So I yeah. play every week. Bill, what are your hobbies? Oh, my hobbies. Well, I know, I know it's because I just live so, such a far distance from uni. I live like about an hour away. Um, not having that travel time where it's two hours to and from uni, it's it's. I've I've found out that I have a lot of time in my day now. And then one of what I've done is that uh, my I've told this before on the other podcast that my brother and I decided to build our own volleyball net in the backyard. So every afternoon when I get a chance, if I'm not working, because I'm, I'm fortunate enough to still work, we play volleyball um, every afternoon because he's stuck at home as well because he has to go through online school and all mm. that stuff. And I, and I find um, playing with him more, I have, well, not going to uni as much as I used to. I get to connect with my brother a bit more. So there are some positives from this whole quarantine situation. But I do, I like Father Harry said, I do miss hanging out with my friends in person and all that stuff. So it's it's been, it's it, it's... It's been it's been good and bad with coming to find hobbies and stuff. I think you're right, Philip. I, I um I I've we've developed some new hobbies, new new interests. Sort of scanning the shelves of some of the supermarkets. It, I, I was scratching my head why why they were running out of things like baking powder. And I think the reason is that more and more people are spending time cooking. And this is a little bit embarrassing, but I find myself being watching MasterChef every, you know, <laughs> every evening and. In our household, we're almost competing with each other as to who can make the best, uh, the <laughs> best new dish of, of food. And um, uh, whilst I'm, I'm I'm not that great at cooking, I am really good at eating. So uh, <laughs> we're, 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 we're certainly finding ourselves um, buying new ingredients, trying new foods out. Mm. In my daughter's case, who, who she's a student, and um, she had planned to go to Mexico, to go to Spain about this particular time. Mm, um, wow. Uh, and of course, all of that is, is no longer taking place. But what we are trying to do is to uh, maybe do a particular uh, dish from, the, from those countries. So mm. a particular Spanish um, dish of paella or indeed, mm. you know, a New Mexican sort of uh, offering of an evening. So spending time uh, trying to sort of cook new dishes is one, yeah. one thing we're trying to do, which is proving, you know, quite, quite a bit of fun. Yeah, I have found that people are becoming very creative with um, certain avenues of like losing stuff, but also adding new things and more connecting. Uh, sorry, Father, I think interrupted. I think you're about to say something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, I, I can't play sport at the moment. Uh, so I, I actually pick up a new hobby, uh, cleaning yeah. the house and fi- fixing the furnitures. So these days I've been going to the bunnings a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I know for certain, my local Bunnings has been busy every day I drove past for when I go to and from work. And and coming back to like people getting creative, I did see on the news of this family who had a son who was unfortunately couldn't celebrate his 21st. And I think he was planning to go to, to Fiji for his 21st. So what his parents did was turn their whole household into this Fijian resort for, for their son and go. And I thought that was just, just how creative and that's, that was amazing to see and all that stuff. I think that's, that's absolutely true. And, and now that we know that uh, Father Harry, amongst many other skills, is also a DIY you know, <laughs> enthusiast, uh, there is a hole in the chapel roof, Father Harry. So when you're back on campus, uh, we may all get, get the harness on you, get you up there and, and help us. 
<laughs> oh, I actually miss the chapel. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I, I kind of miss chapels. It's a great, peaceful place. Yeah. Uh, I'm very keen to get back when when uni does finally open and just get to see everyone again. And then, mm-hmm. speaking of seeing everyone again, well, um, when it comes to post quarantine, um, either be work or just hobbies in general. What 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 is the first thing that you guys actually want to do when you get out of quarantine and out of the house and actually can see people? What would be the first thing you probably would do? Well, I think that's uh, that that is that is a terrific um, question, and I think the reality is, whilst these are very abnormal times, we will get through them. Uh, they're not an existential problem; that it will be solved. We'll get through them, and we will get back together um, again. But they will be slightly different um, times. It's nice mm. to see, I think, Queensland relaxing the rules this weekend, uh, so people can go out, be it for a picnic or be it for um, you know, if they're fortunate enough to go out on a boat, um, or indeed if they just want a, a trip around the shops to do some shopping for shoes, they're important to try and sort of get back to some sense of normal, normalcy. But of course, in doing that, they do carry, um, you know, important um, advice around respecting social uh, distance. So I think whilst we can come back together again, it won't quite be the same, I think. We do need mm. to respect uh, social dis- distance measures. That's something we do very strongly here on campus in the library. We're very yeah. happy to open our doors in the library, but um, we put a lot of effort in making sure that uh, staff and students respect the, those new measures. So I'm looking forward to coming together face to face. We've always been a university, I think, that's been really proud of the fact we excel in face to face teaching. Uh, and I can only thank our students and our staff who have done so well um, in adapting to this this new normal. Um, The staff really sort of achieved in a matter of weeks what would normally take a year to develop their programs online. And I know that they're working really hard to make that an even better experience for students, uh, should that be required in semester two. But the students as well, I think our student community proudly come to this university because I think of the quality of the face-to-face teaching in particular, which is, which is we know from employers' feedback is spectacularly good. Mm. Um, so adapting to that um, uh, different way of, uh, of delivery, I think uh, I, I would like to, to thank our student community for doing that at this particular stage. But when we get back to some sense of normalcy uh, and face-to-face teaching, that I think is something I'm looking forward to. How about yourself, brother Harry? Do you what's the um, first thing you gonna do post quarantine? Um, I think I will go for a walk on the campus and uh, see mm. how the student and staff and yeah. maybe have a cup of coffee at the canteen and mm. and play basketball with you guys. Oh, definitely! I'm very I'm very keen for that. I'm I'm very keen to get out of the house and see people face to face again. Hey, Mary, what about yourself? What What's the first thing do you want to do post quarantine? Well. MacArthur is planning that as soon as the numbers allow us and as soon as campus reopens, we're going to plan a party as in a welcome back party, hopefully somewhere nice, seeing as we mm-hmm. don't have a ball this year. So mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to be doing post-quarantine is we're going to be starting planning for that and hopefully mm-hmm. have it as soon as we can. Yeah, that's fair because yeah, I know from a MacArthur standpoint, it's we've been trying our very best to just transition to an online platform because like, when it comes to ACU and then Macasa, most of our events are mainly face to face. 
because I'll, I'll be honest, I miss cooking a barbecue because I love just cooking a barbecue and just talking to students, seeing how they're going with their studies. And I'm going back to what you said, Jim, about how great the staff has been going with their transition. I, I solidly agree with that because I know my lecturers, from my standpoint, have done the best job I've seen so far. And I'm and I and I and, I, and sometimes I I'll be I'll admit I'm not the best student when when it comes to this and when it comes to online I it's 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 been very lazy but I do thank my lecturers for being on point and providing all this content for me that I can still get back onto and catch up on so it I I do agree that the staff for Brisbane campus and ACU in general have been trying their best to adjust to this and it's it's working well. Well, Philip, I, th I think that's really nice um, feedback. I know I've been very fortunate to work in the university sector now for the last couple of decades and mm -hmm. even at the start of my career even then we were thinking how can we do more blended learning how can we get uh, things online well it's taken 20 years um, and honestly we really sort of haven't come that far but so what's been achieved as a result of this crisis has been phenomenal phenomenal I think in a very short space of time Staff will work very hard to give um, students the best deal they possibly can through an adapted online um, offering. And um, we must remember that um, this is a really important time in, in students' lives. Um, it's not your fault that you find yourself as a student during the pandemic, but it is a responsibility of staff, university staff, to do what we possibly can to give you the best experience possible. And we've yeah. certainly done that so far. And I know that staff are working really hard now and over the coming months, as I say, to improve that online experience in mm -hmm. semester two. Some people think the, you know, this, this may change things forever. Um, and I think to some extent it will. That's not to say that lectures will never happen again. Uh, but I think that, that we can expect, you know, an improved offering of blended learning from this point forward because of the tremendous um, effort by staff and because of the, the embrace by students of uh, this new form of delivery. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I've got to say, Akunza are listening to what students have to say and we are bringing it up to the appropriate people, whether that be Zlatko or whoever that may be, we are listening and we are taking it on board and trying to fix the problems that students are seeing. Yeah, of course. And um, Father Harry, coming from a campus ministry standpoint, I know campus ministry have been doing a lot to support the the students and all that stuff. Can you can you uh, provide some info about that? Because I know the students would love to hear about that those type of things as well. Uh, we we still have our, our ministry online. Uh, we have connect group. Um, uh, we also have a you 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 know we have a campus ministry um, campus ministry lounge uh, on campus. Uh, next to the concierge, and we create this um, virtual campus ministry lounge on Zoom. Mm, yeah, so student can just um, um, join the, the virtual meeting and mm. out, have a chat, um, or, or say a prayer together. Mm. Uh, that's 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 a great initiative and all that stuff. Well, Jim, we heard that you had to self quarantine for a little bit there. I did. I, I did. You're quite right. It, um, I was perfectly fine, but, uh, but I, I took a little bit of leave and, and spent some time in Canada. And this was about the time these COVID-19 hit. So we had to sort of cut our holidays short um, by only a few days uh, and come back into the country. Um, but of course, everyone who arrived back then had to 
stay at home for um, 14 days. So um, that, it, it, it was, that was a good experience. And in fact, one of the positives is that, um, uh, you know, we, we, we may find ourselves spending more time with those that we you know, truly love. And that's been terrific. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we, we got through that particular period. And then in my own case, uh, we, we, um, I, I've been coming to work um, ever since. So, um, but that, 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 that's an, that, that was interesting, I think. And the whole idea of closing the borders is just a, a really interesting one to think about. And um, there's definitely a shift from global to local uh, that uh, is happening um, uh, you know, across the world. But um, yeah, we, 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 we certainly got through that period and, and felt, uh, felt fine. But it was a little bit of an insight into some of the challenges, how states, uh, countries are responding to some of the challenges um, and what that might mean for the, uh, for the future. So my father, who's um, in his 80s now, um, he uh, is in the UK. Um, and of course, we might not see international travel come back for about a year, um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, so how, how, we, how we manage, manage um, those challenges I think will be a challenge for us all because even if we start traveling in a year's time, the likelihood is that um, those quarantine measures may well still be in place. So I think coping with that um, was a nice novelty to begin with, but looking mm. to the future, I think there are real challenges about how we open up um, globally, I think, uh, uh, and how we might see a more shift to, 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 from the global to the, to the local. Mm. And I know Father Harry is the same. You, you, obviously you have, uh, family um, in Hong Kong as well. Is that right? Yeah, um, uh, I I was born in Hong Kong. My my mom and some of my siblings are, are still there. So um, so every day I've been receiving um, information from my family and friends about what has been happening in Hong Kong. So um, I think like, like like Australia, they they have been doing quite well. Not many new cases. Yeah. Um, well, I have family all over the place, honestly. Um, but uh, I know they're doing fine. I know I had a cousin who lives in New Zealand with my uh, my uncle and all that stuff. Who had who was on a was on a mission, um, in uh, the Philippines or Vietnam, and um, I know he had the he was supposed to be there for two years starting this year, and I know he's come back early because of the COVID situation, and um. Um, I believe Tonga is okay because my family come from Tonga. I haven't heard much about because I know they were affected by that tropical cyclone um, a few weeks ago. But I, or my dad or my mum told me there's not much that's affected them, so they're good. So family-wise, family-wise is okay. I know. Um, how, how, but how about you, Mary? Because I know your grandmother's from Ireland. Is she okay and all that stuff? Yes, I've got family in Ireland and England, but um, I think my grandma, being probably one of the oldest members of our family left, she's you know, stuck in her house in Ireland. She can't leave her house currently. It's completely against the rule, like the laws at the minute in Ireland that she can't leave her house. So mm. my auntie as her carer has to go drop food at her doorstep and leave before my grandma can even go out to get that food. And mm. grandma had a friend a couple of weeks ago who tried to come and visit and my auntie wasn't very happy about that because <laughs> obviously my grandma being the age she is is a bit more at risk than the rest of us so 
scary times not to be close to the ones that you love when there's a chance that they could be affected by this. Oh yeah, of course. I think that's absolutely right. And, um, you know, real challenges for us all, which is why I think it's so important uh, to just keep the conversation going in these completely abnormal times, just to stay in touch. And, and um, through, as Father Harry says, uh, you know, through technology, just, just staying in touch where we can with our, fam our family who may be overseas is really important to us. My father has, has never um, used uh, technology uh, before, but um, only, only this morning uh, I was sent a clip um, of him, he's staying in a residential uh, accommodation with about um, 50 other uh, elderly people who, who um, have their own flats. But uh, there were clips of all of them by the window um, dancing. There's a group of students who congregated just outside the building, mm. uh, a band uh, who, who wanted to play music for uh, the, the, the occupants of this residential property, which was a terrific function. And they all stood at the window and were dancing and clapping and uh, and singing that was just a wonderful thing to see i think so mm. i think staying in touch um as much as we possibly can uh, for our loved ones is is really important at this time mm. yeah definitely that's that's very true i'd just like to ask uh jim and father harry if you've got any last words of wisdom for the students that you might be able to share oh i think uh, the um the phrase we're all in this together is absolutely true and so what i would absolutely encourage you to do is to stay safe, stay well, but perhaps most importantly, just stay in touch, you know, keep the conversation going. Um, and and uh, what I would say is, you know, we, we are certainly here for you. Uh, we certainly will get through it. There will be an end in sight. Uh, and we just need to get through that together. And for me, uh, I think it's important to stay positive. And, and uh, uh, if you are believers, Christians or Catholics, say a prayer every day and be grateful of what you have. And mm. um, I myself, I've, I recently I've been um, trying to make an effort to contact my friends and uh, mm. send them uh, emails, messages, um, especially for those who are living, living alone. Mm. Mm. I would like to say thank you very much for Jim and Father Harry for joining us today for this for this episode of Mongols Kennel. It's been such a pleasure to hear such great information from both of you. Thank you very much. Um, if the students would like to get in contact with you guys, uh, what is the best form to uh, to uh, get in contact with you, Jim? Oh, just, uh, well, drop me uh, a line via my email. That's on the website. Um, pick up a phone, give me a ring. More than happy to uh, speak to um, speak to uh, to speak to students. So please don't hesitate. I, I guess the only other thing I would say is one of the other. There are a number of other good things that are happening in the university that um, students might want to make contact if they're struggling financially. I know the student. I know our university has launched a student emergency fund uh, to support students through this who might be experiencing financial hardship. And that uh, you'll find contact details of that um, on the website. And there are also other uh, local initiatives happening. Uh, there's the IC Ministries who are launching, I think, food parcels for students. So uh, look out on the email for those as well. And mm. of course, it'll just be a case of contacting, making contact with the numbers you're given when that information comes out. But please, um, the strongest message I would give to students is don't hesitate to contact either me or indeed uh, members of the university 
if we can help in any way uh, during this time. So we'd be only too happy to uh, receive your call. Thank you very much. And Father Harry, what is the best way for our listeners and students to contact you? Like Jim, you can give me a call or, or email. Um, you can also connect now with the Catholic Ministry um, on social, me uh, social media, Facebook mm -hmm. or, or Instagram. Mm, cool. Thank you. Thank you guys again very much for participating in this episode of, of Mongols Kennel. It's been such a pleasure. Um, for the listeners, if you'd like to contact these two, we'll put their emails and all other contact details in the description and all of that. And thank you very much for listening and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of Mongols Kennel. You can contact us via Facebook and Instagram at Mikasa underscore Brisbane or through email via mikasa.president at acu.edu.au. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you around. Bye.